Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Run. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kind of being part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. Check out Bridge MCP sporting the PDR Posse. There we go. How you doing, Bridge? Thank you for all of that. Check her out with the hat and the embroidered T-shirts. You go, girl. Anyhow, welcome aboard. Welcome to the program. E2247, welcome to the program. Rich MCP, welcome to the program. Melanie Keelan from Barcelona, Spain, welcome to the program. As well, Lee Grant says, hey, y'all. Paul Fleming is in the house, as well as our beautiful Yvette Avery Herod. How are you doing, guys? Great to see you. And of course, there's AVQ. Egberto, got your PDR shirt today. Thanks for that. Hey, great. Glad that you liked it. Where are your pics? Where's your pic, buddy? We want to see that handsome face in that T-shirt, buddy. Come on, man. Don't be shy. Look at Bridges styling. Anyhow, we are going to have a great show for you guys today. Um, let, 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 let me see how I want to start this, right? We're going to talk immigration. We're going to talk also mainstream media, inflation, all that kind of stuff. Because, you know, that's what we do here. E2247 is in the house. How you're doing, E2247? Great to see you here, E2247. All right, let's go ahead and get busy. According to uh, Bridge MCP, Florida doctors can now deny health care coverage based on personal views. AMPA Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis signed four pieces of legislation into law that he says will protect Floridians from medical mandates like masks and vaccines during the pandemic. He says collectively, the slate of bills he signed Thursday is strongest legislation in the nation for medical freedom. SB 1580, the medical uh, conscience law, gives healthcare providers and insurers new rights, including the ability to opt out of participation of payments for certain healthcare services on the basis of personal objections. The policy gives insurers and healthcare providers the ability to deny medical services that are against their moral, religious, and ethical beliefs. Fine. That is perfectly fine. I want everybody to understand what DeSantis just did there. DeSantis just signed a death sentence to the people ill-informed, misinformed by his and his cast's misinformation that ultimately gets them killed. So that is what he did. He signed a death sentence for a lot of his citizens. He didn't only sign a death sentence for all his citizens. He also allowed his, his people to object to medical care that's mandated so that, in other words, he put profits over your life, Floridians. He put profits over your life. And then he goes out and he says, oh, it's medical freedom. There's nothing free about being dead. There's nothing free about giving people the option to die, right? Uh, I, I mean, or rather, not giving people the option to die, but letting people die based on those options given because they are already misinformed by you. So in other words, and what, <clears throat> what drives me crazy about that, Bridge MCP? This is what drives me crazy about it. They don't quite say it, right? But what they're doing is legitimizing they are legitimizing private corporations the ability to get around regulations that save your life having and and making more profits in other words they are saying 
we are allowing people to just profit off of you. It, it, it is like my insurance policy for the house, right? Uh, it kept going up and going up. Insurance policies keep going up and up. And then what do they tell you? They tell you, oh, we can reduce your policy. Just have it now, instead of 1% of the value of your home as a deductible, make it 3% of your value of the home, but they still have you, right? And in my case, I said, okay, I, I want the lower rates. I got to go with the 3% uh on on my home why because as it turns out you know what what's gonna happen right you know what's gonna happen anyhow continuing 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 lee grant is in the house lee grant put something on the screen uh glad to see discussion of our border crisis yes we'll talk about that and we have eric hayes who says do you know anyone you speak of egberto on what mcp brought up uh Explain. I don't know. I don't know if I understand what you know. Do you know anyone you speak of? Explain to me what you mean. I don't quite know what you mean. Bridge MCP says, Lee, it's easier to read during show than watch another. That's true. Michael Rudnan says, Republicans' ideas of health care is, is to funnel profits to the insurance industry and big pharma while the people have to deal with insufficient health care coverage rising premiums, co-pays, deductibles, and denial of coverage. You're never going to have peace of mind with such for profit. You will never. As long as healthcare is in the private sector, the payment of healthcare is in the private sector, that healthcare can be used as a profit center. You will never have good healthcare. And, uh, and it's, you know what? What's it's amazing about all of this is this is no longer up for questioning at all. All the countries that have universal health care, all the countries that say we are going to treat our citizen. Oh, I got a little bite here. We are going to treat our citizenry correctly. They all have better health care outcomes than the United States of America. Always remember that we this is not up for debate anymore. I've even shown programs with folks who left America to go, you know, dual citizens dual citizenship people who left America to go back to Canada after they retired. Why? Better health care. Much better health care. All right. Uh, in, in fact, it's funny. I had an, a, a discussion on TikTok with a Canadian who purported to report that Canada's health care isn't good and that's why she and her family comes. And when I argued with her at TikTok, she had to run because what she was saying was, it, it, I looked at, I finally ended up and said, now please tell me who is paying you to lie to the American citizens? Who's paying you? All right. Egberto, uh, uh, the gay community is outraged as they should. Carl Cox says, DeSantis is a piece of scum, so are his backers and supporters. He's a fascist big pig. DeSantis followers are gullible. I don't, we'll call them that. I mean, they, they it's, I'm sorry. Eric Hayes says, Egberto, are you saying mandates save lives by onerous blue city mayors? Are you saying closing down schools did not hurt kids? I'm not saying closing down schools did not hurt kids. I'm saying keeping those schools uh, open would have not only killed the kids, but killed the grandparents who take care of them, killed the, kill the mothers and the fathers, etc. That's what I'm saying. Because they would have come home ill and not only been sick for themselves, but they would have been taking a lot of other people out. That's how a lot of spreading occurred in the red states. So no, that's not what I'm saying at all. I am saying kids got hurt 
because we have a lousy school system and we weren't willing to, in, to invest in what it would have taken to really, while they're outside of a classroom environment, to give them something more substantive than what we did. We didn't do as much as we could because in America, education is not all that valuable anymore because we want people fairly dumb. If we have people fairly dumb, they can adapt the policies that right-wingers tell them about that we have proven to be completely wrong and ineffective decade after decade after decade. Daniel Ledo says, welcome to the PDR Comedy Hour with, Egber with everybody's favorite Marcus Pro Marxist propagandist, Egberto Willis. Oh, my dear brother, Daniel, I'm glad to always have you entertained. What you don't know is what I'm talking to you about is planting seeds in your mind, whether you want to accept it or not, because at the right casualty in your life, one of these things are going to click for you. And guess who's going to be the one without telling any of us voting for, adapting to what we're talking about? It's going to be no other than our good brother, Daniel Ledo. Eric Hay says, you are saying Florida kills people. Do you know anyone that has been affected by it in the aggregate? Yes, many, thousands, okay? Thousands. So yes, the answer to that, sir? Yes. Michael Rodney, uh, Bree says, Eric, it was just signed yesterday in Florida. Eric, no, no, he's talking about that DeSantis uh, keeping Florida open for all this time, etc. So, yes, the answer to that is yes. Uh, Michael Rodney says, Egberto, if you have to worry about how you're going to pay your healthcare needs, especially after a hospital stay, you're going to have worse outcomes just from the excess stress. Absolutamente sí, eso es cierto, that is correct. Eric Hay says, GOP has debt plan that Biden will now have to approve or default comes on his watch. Isn't the GOP raising the ceiling but with fiscal restraints that helps pay things off? Wrong. If they really had fiscal restraints, they would rescind the tax cuts that were given that blew up the, the, the budget. Remember, what we're paying is a budget that they blew up. That Always remember that. So no, that's not what they're doing at all. The fact of the matter is Biden needs to use the 14th Amendment and just go ahead and tell the Treasury, pay your damn bills. That's it, period. We don't need presidential approval for increasing the debt limit at all. Uh, Carl Cox says, Daniel Ledo is an unfunny. Well, you can read. I wish I could block this buffoon on YouTube. Breach, don't, 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 don't. It helps you to see what we're up against, my dear beautiful lady. Michael Rudden says, school closings during COVID still an issue. Children would have brought the virus back home. I mean, most Republicans are older generations. So do you really want the outcomes? Well, actually, we had the outcomes. If you take a look at the statistics as far as who died during the COVID uh, epidemic, it was the preponderance of Republicans and, and folks who were the anti-vaxxers are the ones who died. Those are the ones who died en masse. Eso es lo que pasó. All right, let's see what else we got. Eric says, Egberto, I'm talking about the bill MCP brought up. Uh, yes, again, I answered to that. Yes, as well. Yes, yes, yes. All right, uh, Eric Hayes says, nope, recoup COVID money. Nope, uh, you can, uh, again... That is wishful thinking. Daniel Little says, LOL, planting seeds. You have been doing that with me for 15 years. 
and yet you still have faith your jaundice ideology will bear fruit. Tell us the definition of insanity. No, 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 my dear uh, Ledo. I have not been doing that with you for 15 years. But even if it were being done with you for 15 years, I don't expect you to crack now. Life is still fairly bearable. That's all. But it happens. Look, I've seen it happen dozens of times with people who were more obstinate than you were, sir. It happens to be that many, many people on the right only react when things actually affect them. And again, so far you have been privileged that that has not occurred to you where that you have been that low before. But I guarantee you, you will be there at some time. Uh, It's interesting because I've always been progressive. I've always uh, thought this kind of way. And it's good because now that I've gone through the tribulations that I've gone through with my, my, my daughter, the healthcare system, my wife with lupus, etc., I can speak from experience. The good thing about it is I didn't have to have these bad things happen to me before I became uh, altruistic, Before not altruistic, before I, I wanted to get these things done for our fellow man. It didn't take it happening to me. Eric Hayes says, Biden would be forcing under executive orders, didn't have uh, over 90 days. He could do it. He could do it, and he can do it. Not, um, Eric Hayes says, Nope, recoup money Congress has not spent. That is a smart thing to do. No, it's not the smart thing to do because there's a lot more money that needs to be spent. Bridge MCP says he already is cracked. Clickbait, but it does show how how ignorant and stubborn some can be. Very true. Okay, folks, I have a little something here to show you. Uh, I I guess um, one of our folks was happy to see that we're going to talk about... um, What's the word? Immigration. So what I want to do is play Katie Turr. Katie Turr did a piece on immigration that I, I thought showed a humanity that was so important. Because if the story had been told as, as it should have been told decade after decade after decade, we wouldn't have the xenophobia that we have right now. We would actually see immigration for what it really is. It's amazing that we'd see it for what it is now. So let's go ahead and get that played out and take it on. We'll then take it on the other side. So let's go ahead and do that. Voila, Katie Tour. The media is powerful and when used effectively can do good. Uh, we have allowed too long for politicians to use, uh, use the media, use us as pawns. I love what Katie Turr did here. She humanized appropriately the immigration situation as opposed to making it the punching ball that many on the right attempt to do. It is high time for us to learn very important uh, inconvenient truths. One, a lot of the the immigration problems that we have now is because of policies that we have created that occurs around the world, specifically in Central America, Latin America, et cetera. Two, we do need immigrants to come out here and do a lot of the jobs right now that are left unfilled because Americans just won't do it. It would help the economy. And number three, when it comes to Social Security, these folks, we need a bigger base to support the baby boomers and others that are now really holding on to our Social Security system. So it's all in all a good thing. People are going to say, well, do it the legal way. Well, if the legal way has been failing and the corporations, as they are right now, want those folks. Let me tell you, it's going right. Listen to Katie Turr. We'll take it on the other side. 
much of this coverage can sometimes seem like it's being portrayed as a spectacle, as a crisis. Um, uh, but I do, I, I understand the security concerns that people have. Um, and I understand the resourcing concerns. Maybe there, people think there's not enough to go around in this country. Um, but I, I hope that you can, I hope that you can straighten that out for us, Jose. And I also hope that you can bring us back to, I mean, that you're showing us the, the families that are coming across that just want to work. I have a hard time, um, because what something that's not expressed in this coverage a lot is that if you put yourself in the situation that they're in, if you did, if I did, we would be doing the exact same thing for our families. And so much of that humanity, people just trying to make a life for themselves, gets lost. And when you talk to economists in this country, and this is why this can be such a frustrating issue to cover it as just this political spectacle, economists say we need a bigger tax base. We need more people here contributing, paying taxes so that we can pay Social Security going forward in the future because our birth rate is down. There are reasons to let more people in. I just wonder, do you hear those arguments ever or is it all just this dehumanizing talk out there? Look, out here there is no dehumanizing talk because here the talk is of men, women and children who have done the unimaginable to try and change their lot in life. And and Katie, I just think, you know, let's take Venezuela, for example. It's a country that just over the past eight years, more than seven million people have been forced to leave that country. It's the second largest displacement of human beings ever in our history. Cuba has a a dictatorship going now for 64 years. Haiti is undergoing a, a, a process by which there is no functioning government and violence is the law of the land. How do these people decide that it is better to leave that risking death than to stay one more day there? And you know what? You were just saying, what would we as parents not do for our children? But when you hear the 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 uh, the horrible things that people go through through the Darien jungles and then their journey through Mexico it, to the man, woman and child, they say to me, boy, as bad as the Darien jungles was, as bad as my life in Haiti, Cuba, Venezuela, Nicaragua, everywhere was, there's nothing worse than how we were treated and exploited in our journey through Mexico. Now they reach here with the dream of making a better life for their children. That, if you distill it, is what this is all about. Jose, thank you very much for reminding us of, of what it means to, to, to make that journey and the desperation you would need, the desperate straits you would need to be in to be willing to make that journey. And we've seen that image all morning of the, the father putting the baby in the suitcase to, to carry the baby, to wade through the river to carry the baby. You just don't do that unless you're desperate. Katie Turr nails it. Her humanity shows, uh, I, I wish more of the humanity of those who pur- purport to be Christians, those who purport to believe in love, those who purport to believe in humanity would actually be humane themselves. But we should know better. There's nothing humane about those who simply use people as pawns for political cause. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, I want to I want to remind all of us of something, right? Um, all these people that you see are coming up for uh, coming up from the South, coming up from Central America and all these other places. Let's remember 
let's let's get some history here. And sadly, sadly, in America, we don't get true history as far as what goes on, what has happened throughout this world. Sadly, we don't have critical thinking. And anytime we bring up material that most Americans don't know about, it is shunned or we try to put a stop to it or we try to ban books about it, etc. Let me remind you, from Guatemala all the way down, land grabs in uh, when 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 we had the corporations land grabbing land in Guatemala and leaving them unplanted. Don't know there's a reason why they left them unplanted, right? So that they could keep the prices of what they produced there high. And what what was the results of that? A lot of people got displaced from the land. When a government came in and said, oh, no, corporations, these lands are going to be given to the farmers so they can let the land produce. Uh, they got to the United States, the United, or rather, the, again, the, these American corporations ensured that the United States invaded uh, Guatemala. This occurred not only in Guatemala, this occurred, uh, this sort of meddling in, in, uh, in these countries so that we could get, we could extract fruit and produce at the cost that we want and many times displacing the original farmers on these lands. And then we ask, why is it that these people are trying to come over here again? Because we've displaced their sources of income. Same thing can talk about the, the, the North Atlantic, or the, not the North Atlantic Treaty, but the, uh, the treaty that we had, NAFTA, and what it did to the, it decimated the, 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 uh, Mexican agricultural economy, etc. We can look at all these different things that have occurred. In other words, the causal nature of why these people are rushing to the United States of America. It's not solely our their problem. It's also our problem and much of what our corporations and our government has done out there. Luckily, luckily, we have the vice president of the United States right now. She's going through, she went through Guatemala, Honduras, and all these places, and they've had meetings where we are now investing in these countries so that the people would want to stay back in these countries. Very few times do we really understand that a lot of these problems we cause. But let's, let's take it one step deeper here. Because while we like to play the goody two shoe foes, these guys are illegally crossing the borders. We are a country of laws, right? We had the original settlers of this country, the people who came here. You know, people always leave another place when it's unbearable for them. The pilgrims did it. The, 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 the people who just looked for riches did it. But here is the difference. Those people that are coming from up, from down south, from, from, from Costa Rica, I mean, not Costa Rica, most Costa Rica are not trying to come here, or Panamanians or whatever. Those people from Nicaragua, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, uh, Colombia, Venezuela, all the people that are coming from these parts of the world, what are they coming for? They want to make some money for their families they don't even necessarily want to move here permanently, even though because many of them are undocumented, all the social security taxes that they paid, they will never be able to get. They will That will go right into the social security coffers and pay for many of the people who don't even want them here or think they don't want them here. 
ask DeSantis what's happening to the farms in Florida right now as he plays these games about Latinos and trying to get rid of all these folks. Ask them what's occurring in these countries. Ask the farmers what's occurring in their fields. Again, these people are not coming to annihilate the native population or the new native population. These people are not coming to harm the population. These people are coming to make a better life for themselves, no different than what the pilgrims did, no different than what they did in Jonestown, in Jamestown, no different than what anybody who came here and just put their stakes down. They paid nothing, and the people who helped them survive in America, what did they do but to shoot them, kill them, maim them, trail of tears, and all of that. So let's not play the, the card that somehow these people coming from the South are, so, are doing something so bad because the actual ones that did the bad things are the ones who now who have colonized this, this, this country and really should be atoning for said by being and having an open door policy or as lenient a policy to make this the land of the free, the land of the plenty, and the land for those who want to be here. That's what we should be talking about. But you know, I don't expect honesty out of folks who are already were already willing to murder, plunder those that were already here, even as they got help from those. Okay. All right, let's see what we got here. Going back to my getting off my soapbox a while and going back to Eric Hayes. Egberto, you speak low of immigration by putting them in a category you say work-wise. Why am I speaking low of them? Those are the, those are the folks at the border. If I had $100,000, I can simply pay to become a United States resident and citizen. If I have money, I can come over here. If I have money to open a business, the immigration welcomes me with open arms. So no, I'm not denigrating them at all. Again, one of the things that I wish many of you would do is simply one simple thing. It's called read maybe. Read more than what the right wing is teaching you. Read about policy. Read about uh, who are the people on the border. Read. It doesn't hurt. Read. Then we can make more, more, uh, uh, more cogent arguments. All right, let's see. Eric Hayes say, uh, Carl Cox is deficient caused by corporate welfare, mega rich welfare. Continued tax cut for the mega rich. Yes, we know that. Uh, Michael Rudnin to Ledo says, Daniel Ledo, who is a cult? Man, your side keep posting crap from conspiracy mills, completely unaccepting of the fact checks. Some people have realized long ago it's not worth feeding the trolls. Too far gone. It's amazing, right? Because even Fox News yesterday went ahead and told uh, Comey, uh, one of the guys uh, that, that's trying to investigate uh, Biden. And he said, there's nothing there. He t he's telling the congressman, there's nothing there. You know, they've looked it up. There's nothing there. All right. Lee Grant says, I'm surprised when leftists go on about income inequality and are, are so willing to import low-paid menial worker underclass to benefit large corporations and rich people. Go figure. No, no, no. These are people coming over here on by their free will some of them will have degrees some of them will have other jobs and they'll come here and in fact many of them come here 
and form companies. That's what they do. They're very good at forming companies because where they lived, that's what they did. They were independent all while they were at home and, and things just went wrongly. A lot of these people in Panama, we have a lot of those people on the streets pulling their own business on a cart. Hundreds in Panama, in Colon City, where I'm from, hundreds. They have their fritura shop, their, their juice shop, their raspao shop. They have all these things. These are very resourceful people. I, I, I will wager that many of them are more resourceful than likely a large percentage of us here. But it's hard to understand that. They come here, look at how many, look at how many homegrown Mexican restaurants, homegrown Honduran restaurants, homegrown Belizean restaurants, homegrown Guatemalan restaurants, homegrown Costa Rican restaurants, right? Panamanian restaurants in Chicago, etc. Very resourceful. Very resourceful and very entrepreneurial. More so than most of us who have completely sold our souls to the corporation. See, you don't know that because a lot of you just buy the Kool-Aid, right? You buy the Kool-Aid, you don't learn this. All right. British MCP says, Lee, we have to. Americans won't do the work. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Look it up. Eric is what Bree says. All right. Lee Grant says, you don't understand the left's talk about wealth inequality. Here's a simple version. We want a strong social safety net. Absolutely so. So that everyone can thrive. Absolutely thrive. Absolutely so. With opportunity to rise above. Absolutely so. To improve yourself and your community. Absolutely so. Are you really being a hard time understanding or do you want to understand? At some point, got to recognize trolling for what it is. That says, uh, that says Michael Rudnan to Lee Grant. I mean, no, they understand. Like I said, a lot of this uh, folks understand. They just don't want to quite admit to it, but they know. They know, brother, brother Rudnan. Bridge MCP says, Michael Rudnan, Lee Grant, you don't understand the left's talk. No, I read that already. Uh, let's see. Eric says, it is an excuse that is used and sadly puts a target on certain people too. I don't know what you mean by that, but Carl Cox says, progressive can think, conservatives can think. No, conservatives can think too. Let's not do that. Let's not mis mix ideology, being indoctrinated by ideology as opposed to not being able to think. Daniel Ledo say, what is the percentage of illegal aliens actual paid social security? Nearly zero. Egberto lies. You are simply wrong. Most, most undocumented workers pay Social Security and pay Medicare taxes, whether you want to accept that or not. Most, a lot of them working for corporations with, again, with false papers, but they're paying, they're paying Social Security taxes. I know that. It's not a question of, it's a statement of fact. All right, continuing. If they do pay, they are using counterfeit SS numbers and would never see. Of course, I understand that. And that's what they do. Yes. And we should thank them for it. Michael Wood said, uh, let's see, Lee Grant, you don't understand the left's talk. Of, no, I read that already. But he says, Americans generally agree that immigrants, whether undocumented or living legal in this country, mostly do not work in jobs that U.S. citizens want. With a majority saying across racial and ethnic groups that among both political parties, this is particularly true when it comes to undocumented immigrants. About three-fourths of adults, 77%, say undocumented immigrants fill most jobs U.S. citizens won't want while 2% say undocumented immigrants fill jobs U.S. citizens would like to have. According to the Pew Research uh, Center uh, survey conducted April 29th through May 5th. All right, let's see. Michael, Rideau, uh, Michael Ledeau says, talking out of his AWS again, 
Wikipedia, Economic Impact of Illegal Immigrants in the United States. Research reviewed by the Nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office indicates that between 50% and 75% of unauthorized immigrants pay federal, state, and local taxes. There's your number. Illegal immigrants are estimated to pay uh, uh, in the amount of $7 billion per year in Social Security. I rest my case. You know, numbers are an interesting thing. You can't really lie about them. You can fudge them, but you can't really lie about them. All right, let's see what else we got here. Daniel Edosa, LOL. Every single ethnic group and culture opens restaurants in America. I, I don't doubt that. What I'm telling you is as a percentage of the undocumented who do that compared to the percentage of the doc of Americans, it way exceeds it. In other words, people who had the ability to fight themselves and get over here by all means necessary are generally more resourceful than Americans in the aggregate. If you can go through the jungle in Darien, Panama, those Venezuelans had to go through a jungle that does not have the Carretera, la carretera Panamericana. They don't have the, the, the Pan American Highway. It ends in Panama City. The Darien is a, a hundred miles more of, of passing through a very dense, dense selva bush. I don't know if you understand what it looks like. You got to go to Panama to see what a real jungle looks like anywhere around the equator, what it really looks like. And they walk that. They walk that with the coyotes. Okay? All right, let's see. Eric A. Segberto, saying one group is relegated to certain work is wrong. I, no, I don't know who said that. You're saying that. I didn't say that at all. Listen to the tape. Michael Ren says, gotta love fact checks on the fly for their BS. Thank you. And that's why, you, look here. You see why I wanted you to have that T-shirt, brother? Because you work so hard fact-checking and helping me, not having to do three, four, five things on the other side. And so did there were beautiful lady. Uh, uh, can you believe I forgot your, your, your name, Bridge MCP? I must be getting old. What can I say, Bridge? You know, I love you, but I forgot your name for like two seconds there. All right. Uh, Lee Grant says the Darien Gap is one of the Earth's greatest natural barriers. It's Darien with an E, not an A, my brother, but that's where I'm from. I'm actually from Colón. Colón and Panama borders the Darien, the, the, Darien um, the, the province of Darien. It's actually one of the 10 provinces of Panama. Uh, okay. Eric A says, you said it, you sure did, Egberto, saying they take work others don't want to take. Yes, they do. That isn't saying that they're relegated to do that work. It's just stating a, making a statement of fact. They do take work. Americans don't want to take. That's a statement of fact. That doesn't preclude them taking other work as well. So please, 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 please get your stuff straight. All right. I think I've hit immigration long enough. I want to now talk about uh, the mainstream media and how it characterizes. Uh, let's see. Egberto, you're talking about the Darien Gap. There's a stretch of jungle between Panama and Venezuela that, that's so dense that people that building a road is impossible. Despite that, people from South America travel by foot through the forest primeval. It's actually be between Panama and Colombia. It's, uh, it's Panama, and then Panama goes right into Colombia, where you have this, this uh, gap. Tierra del Fuego. That means 
Land of Fire. No, again, I said exactly what I meant to say. These immigrants come over here, like in many other countries, and they do work others won't do. There is nothing, there's nothing negative about that statement. That is a statement of fact. All right. That's a statement of fact. All right, let's continue. Um, para ver, para ver, para ver. Let's go ahead and, and listen to what um, uh, Katie Tur. It wasn't Katie Tur. I think it was Chris Jansen did a piece on inflation. And I think it's so important that we do this inflation piece now because nobody really follows. Hey, inflation is falling. The thugs are starting to lower their prices. Why? Because they're noticing people are changing their habits. But check this out. We'll take it on the other side because we must play these things up bigly bigly i've got to give kudos to msnbc for doing this story i mean it's not the flashy story the bleed if it if it bleed it leads kind of a story because anytime good things start to happen it somehow seems like the mainstream media is not ready to tell folks hey good things are happening and it'll, and, and then people stays in that doom and gloom me method and you can have the charlatanes like Donald Trump and the others on the right come and say, hey, you see, things are going real bad. Things that they caused in the first place are going real bad. Well, you know, I, I, I love to see this report that MSNBC did on prices. They were really talking about it when prices were going up. They weren't talking much about it as prices has been coming down for a long time. Well, they are in this piece. And I think you ought to see another well done piece, an importantly well done piece that actually helps the economy with the psyche that we have with those among us. Check it out. We'll take it on the other side. I've got some good news for you. Food prices are finally moving in the right direction. For so many families, this cash register at the grocery store has not been their friend in recent years. But the last couple of months, specifically March and April, we've seen the grocery prices on an aggregate go down there for the first time in more than two years. And Anna, I'm at a Winn-Dixie right now in Plantation, Florida. They're rolling out all these deals right now for Mother's Day, Memorial Day. When you talk about the things you're going to want to barbecue, bacon is down. Hot dogs, and this is key, way down. Pork is down, as there are signs right now, Anna, that this sizzling inflation, at least from a food perspective, is finally appearing to cool. For families who have watched grocery bills take an oversized bite out of their budgets. Five. Oh, nine. Like Chris Roberts and his three kids, the last two years have been tough to swallow. We used to spend $30, $30 a day and now it's closer to 60 But months of double-digit food increases appear to finally be easing. So even not going up anymore, even just stable, does that make a difference? Absolutely. Give some hope. The Bureau of Labor Statistics shows food at home prices fell modestly month to month in March and April, the first time the benchmark has actually come down since September 2020. In South Florida, some parents trying to capitalize ahead of the Mother's Day and Memorial Day holidays. Are you guys planning on having a big family meal? Um, we normally do. I am very much so looking at the buy one, get one ribs behind you. <laughs> With so many eyeing savings, here are some items in your cart that now cost less. Eggs have cracked their pricing surge, falling 1.5% after a nearly 11% drop the month before. 
Milk prices are down 2%, the biggest decrease in more than eight years. And fruits and veggies dipped 0.5%. Thinking about firing up the grill? Barbecue staples like hot dogs are 2.9% cheaper, but ground beef for burgers and chicken are slightly more expensive. Certain areas, certain commodities are still strong. Certain have uh, weakened, such as poultry and pork. Uh, Owner John Alfano adores his Italian market in Sunrise, Florida, walking us through your best deals. You mentioned chicken and poultry. Yes. Better value here? Definitely. Compared to beef, uh, poultry is much more reasonable right now. Uh, chicken wings are, are probably the, the best bet right now price-wise in the poultry market and great for grilling. As for key tips to save even more, consider buying the store brand. When dixie says its private label can be around 20% cheaper. And look ahead of time online at what deal stores are doling out, so you like can, Brianna Williams did. If I had a taste for something, but next week is going to go on sale, I'll wait and buy it when it's buy one, get one free. Now, I know a lot of people are going to be looking at their bills and saying, what do you mean that prices are down? So it's month to month that they've dropped. But on a year over year, it's still 7.1% higher for groceries like hot dogs. But compare that to last August when it was 13.5% and we're moving in the right direction. Now, that is very important. Because psychology has a lot to do with the economy. Economy is not an exact science. There's a science to it, but there's also the psychology and the parts that are not based on any hard science, but based on our actions, based on how we feel. All of that goes into the equation. And it's great that we had some positive input that has influence on the equation that's going to govern the economy going forward. Absolutely so. Absolutely so. Anyway, as uh, you have a wonderful weekend, AVQ. I'm, um, I'm glad you're going to start doing some stuff this this weekend. Uh, Bridge MCP, let me go ahead and put Bridge back on the screen because if I can find it, there it is. Uh, this is what I'm, I'm going. These are the embroidered T-shirts that I don't have that I have to purchase manually. And there you go, Bridge sporting the the T-shirt. I'm going to get that uh, put up on the. I, I'm going to use you as the uh, as the. Uh, as the model girl in the inside of the in, in the picture, this is where, when I'm putting it in the cart, girl. I'm gonna do that. All right, let's let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Anybody else who have my embroidered t-shirts, please take a picture with it and please send me that picture. You hear me, Radnin? All right, let's let's continue, let's continue, let's continue, let's continue. Um yes, prices go up and down, Eric Hayes, but but here is the thing, Eric Hayes. The way many on the right have been talking, this was like it, that this was a permanent problem that somehow created by Biden. And we know that's not the case. But he says, oh, dear, Egberto, I just came in from mowing two acres. And you look wonderful with that cheery smile on and that beautiful hat that you have on. Come on, girl. You know you always look good. You can't look bad. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Para ver, para ver quien más está aquí. Para ver, para ver, para ver. <laughs> Michael said something funny. He says, hey, bacon, hot dogs, pork. Oh, that's all the same animal. Brother, you're right. Well, you, you, I think you have, um, I think you also have beef. I think you have beef also. But hey, what do I know? Who just came into the house, but brother Robert Davenport? Hey, Robert, when you get your t your 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 polo, please put it on and take a picture. Send it to me so I can use it. 
Robert Davenport just says, boycott CNN. Do not support those who coddle fascistas. Thank you for that super chat. Robert just gave us a great super chat. Thank you for that super chat, Robert. And I, when you get that, 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 um, that Paula, please put it on and take a picture. We can see your handsome face next to Bridges' handsome, not handsome, beautiful face. And anybody who has more to show, just send it on, please. All right, let's see what else we got here. What else we got here? Para ver, para ver. Um, it's not policy reduction. Mm. Of course it is. And we can tell you exactly how it di- how it happened. Oh God. Learn economics 101, please, my dear brother. Please, please, please. We 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 some days we get a little bit more detail in economic policy and exactly how economies work. Um, you're here every day, so you'll be able to get some of that so we can all together get this info. All right, what else we got here? Para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver. Uh, Bridge says, woohoo to Robert for giving that super chat. And Bridge, <laughs> thank you for the shirt. Love it. Bridge went ahead and upped. Bridge upped Davenport by $1. All right, Bridge. Bridge. Boop, boop. She says, uh, sh- uh, let's see what this. I haven't gotten it, your, your stuff on the other screen. I'm looking at it at another screen. Anyway, uh, para ver, para ver. For, uh, we have also Rudnin forgot cow. F- <laughs> oh, man. Eric Hayes, Eric Hayes, Eric Hayes. Eric Hayes says, learn financial literacy and teach that might be less loans and debt. As long as you learn that uh, the, the debt from the government has no resemblance to your personal debt. Debt is not debt, okay? Debt has many different forms. Let's give an example. If I take out debt to buy perishables, that debt is abs- that debt goes away, it disappears, right? But if I buy if I take debt to buy a home, that debt just transfers the form of which it is in, right? Let's give an example. If I borrow money from a bank and I buy a home, money is created, right, by that bank, by me owning that home, right, that, that money is still in, that, that value is still there. And given that historically homes have increased in value, that creates a net gain in two different forms. One form is I'm paying the bank and interest rates which generate economic activity. And numero dos, I have an asset that's appreciating that gives and provide more wealth at the same time. So debt, all debt ain't equal. I know folks say, oh, debt is debt is debt. All debt ain't equal. And in fact, there are other kinds of debt as well. Debt that's used for margins. Very different than debt that's used for consumer cards. Very different than the the, this, the debt of the country. A country with sovereign, uh, a country with a sovereign money does not have to worry about the issues. A country dependent on being pegged to the dollar or being pegged to the yuan or being pegged to the pound is okay. These are important things to learn, and and trying to follow. Uh, what the right wing says about this just makes one less intelligent and makes them make wrong choices. Oh my God. 
Uh, Robert will not be denied. I like the picture, Bridge MCP. The PDR Posse is making fashion statements. LOL. Yes, we are. Thank you, Robert Davenport, for that additional uh, super chat to go beat <laughs> Bridge MCP. I love that. You know, you you guys are great contributors to to this program. I uh, I, I fun and joke aside, uh, I I I want to thank you all that support the show in many forms, whether it is financially, whether it's sharing the stuff, whether it's being here, all of that, all of that uh, is what's so important in doing this because you allow you allow me, even though I I get no pay at KPFT. Um, you allow me to reach a much, uh, uh, an additional audience with what you guys help here to change, to help us do what we need to do. I want to show you something, however, about the right wing mind. And Eric doesn't know, Eric is a good guy, but look at how, what he says after I talk about that, uh, that debt actually expands the system. He says, gives me a lower paycheck. Nothing smart about that. That is the individual nature and the, the, the individualistic thinking, right? And this is what people need to understand. Uh, as, assuming everybody decided that they were only going to spend what they make, right? The vibrancy of the... <laughs> oh, and Bridge came right back. Next time I will include mugs and books and not more before the picture. I tell you what, uh, Bridge, thank you for that additional, uh, that additional super chat. And I'm going to ask you to do me a favor, Bridge. Here's a favor for me. Since I, I, I detect that you don't necessarily want me to use this picture in my memorabilia, here's what I'm going to ask you to do. To commit to what you just said, I'm going to include mugs, books, and, and all that good stuff. Could you do that for me? I, I just would love to see that picture. Something like what Lou did. Lou came up with all the mugs that he did and, and did all that stuff. So I would love that, my beautiful lady. Please do that. Please do that. And that's the picture I'm going to use on the website. If you give me permission, of course, that is. But... Going back to Eric Hayes and what Eric Hayes had to say, because Eric Hayes is saying this because honestly, he doesn't quite know this. He, he, oh, thank you, beautiful. He doesn't quite know this. But this is important. Debt allows us to grow faster. If we decided to just live on what we make, we would slow down the economy to a crawl. The economy moves because people don't have to wait till they accumulate $100,000 or $200,000 to buy a home cash. For the few people that can do that, it's good for them on an individual basis. But remember that they are dependent on those who were willing to take out debt to keep an economy vibrant that gives them the ability to make money in such a manner that they don't have to take debt out themselves. What people lack is the inter interconnectivity of us all. And even some of the bad behavior of some enhances the wealth of others. It's hard to, it's hard to see that. It's hard to see that even the bad behavior of some, let me give a, the, worst, the worst case of this, killers, people who murder, those people who murder, let's say, the homeless or whatever, 
and get caught. In as much as that is evil, they created another industry. They created an industry that buys guns. They created an industry that, lo- that, that, keeps the, the, that locks people up, that employs others, that creates other income. Now, we want to get away from those evil forms of getting income, but what Mr. Hayes fails to understand, he fails to understand, is that this is not an individualist economy. They would like you to believe it's an individualist economy for some, but it's not. And moreover, most of what's made by most is generated by the work and the worth of most. And until we understand these concepts, the individual nature of many will remain. So anyway, it's time for me to make my ask. I want to ask all of you who have the wherewithal to please Contribute whatever you can to support this program. We simply cannot do this without you. It is you who are able to support what we do on air at KPFT 90.1 FM. It is you who allow me to be able to move this message, not only when we do it live, because this is where we get the least amount of folks, where it actually excels in podcasts and other places, it is you who allows me to be able to do all this work. It is you. And I ask you so kindly for those who are doing it to please continue. For those who have yet to ever support, if you have the wherewithal to do so, I ask you so kindly to do so. Politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal if you want to support us via PayPal. I also need what's known as patrons. Check out that link. Support us at politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. If you are on YouTube right now, click that join button. Become a part of our PDR Posse online. Uh, you can also, if you're not on YouTube but want to support us through YouTube, politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube. If you're on Facebook, you can support us by clicking that, uh, that thing that says support or something like that. Or can simply go to politicsunright.com slash Facebook. Alternatively, you can buy our T-shirts, hats, etc. at our store, politicsunright.com slash store. And you can purchase our book like, uh, like uh, Robert Davenport has and, and says, why not try these books? I promise you, you will learn a lot from the books I've written. So far, I think one, two, three, four, five. I've written five books. I'm on my sixth right now, uh, politicsdoneright.com slash books. Please consider going there, checking them out, purchasing, uh, purchasing it. It's make good gifts. Read it yourself. But all the different forms of support that we have, you can get at politicsdoneright.com slash support. And by the way, I wrote a book. Uh, it's still in serious form at Amazon. In other words, not in book form, but Amazon, I think, still giving away freebies to read it. It's called Tribulations of an Afro-Latino-Caribbean Man. It's, it, it, it's, a, it's a solid book. Please check it out at politicsdoneright.com slash tribulations. politicsdoneright.com slash tribulations. But again, the all-encompassing place to find all the different forms in, if, in which you can support us, whether it be PayPal, Cash App, all these other programs, uh, ways to support us, 
Please support us however you can. And remember, we do two shows a day. Six in the mornings at KPFT 90.1 FM on air. So if you are up and you're in the Houston area, you can reach us at just tune in your radio to KPFT 90.1, 90.1 FM. Or you can just stream it from tune in. Just look up KPFT. You can stream it from tune in. Or if you are on the, you can also listen to it at kpft.org. But again, if you're in the Houston metropolitan area, it's a 100,000 watt transmitter all over Southeast Texas. You can get Politics Done Right at 6 a.m. Central and stream it all over. And then, of course, we're here every day as well at 3 p.m. This is a lot of work that we do because we don't give up. We will never give up on this country. Some of us chose to come from where we were. This is a great country. And we intend to keep it and make it greater. Robert Davenport says, good weekend to PDR Posse, right, left, and in between. I agree. So to all my brothers and sisters on the right, which I give a hard time, you guys give me a hard time as well. Love you still. Those on the left, you guys give me a hard time too, and I love you too. And those in the middle, and those everywhere and far in between. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right, and you know how I end this, baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.